And welcome to episode 17. And I hope you are all staying safe after Storm Eunice. And I've just heard that Storm Franklin is on the way. So please, please stay safe out there. Now, our episode this week is new to me. The subject isn't new, but trying to explain it is new. And it's coming from a question from Jeremiah from Kerry, who asked the question, what is age regression and what does it help with? Well, 
Now, I'm not an expert in this, but I know one person who might be able to give you chapter and verse about it and what it does and what it's helpful for. So if he's listening, he can come back to me with anything I've got wrong or to correct me on anything that I say that is not right. And I will correct it during my next podcast. Now, I had to do a little bit of research on this as I know what it means, but it is difficult for me to describe what I have in my head. But look, I'll give it a go and see what happens. So first and foremost, we have to understand what age regression is about. Now, my understanding of age regression is that it occurs when somebody uses a younger part of their mind through their behaviour. And remember, it doesn't have to be going back as far as your childhood. For example, I'm 56. If something triggers my younger part, I might be only 47. So I go into that 47-year-old mind and I behave out of that 47-year-old rather than the 56-year-old. Now, of course, it does mean that you can go much further back and even back into your infancy or even back as far as the womb. But we know if we go back that far that words were not available to us, so everything would be non-verbal. So we might behave with gestures like thumb sucking and we might engage in whining. Or we might even go so far as to refuse to engage with adult conversation in a mature way, but actually act out the child. A bit like the adult who never really grows up out of being the clown of the class. Why do they still feel the need that they need to be the clown even when they're 40 years of age? Or the centre of attention? If they're at a party, they always have to be the one the loudest. What is that about? What age are they acting out of? Now, we can use age regression therapy. And it is used mainly in psychology and hypnotherapy. And if my understanding is correct, we can sometimes use it as a self-help tool. Or it may be something somebody does to reduce their stress level in certain situations. So let's go a little bit further and look at what age regression is really about. I have a vague memory when I was in college of being told that Freud, Sigmund Freud, believed age regression was a defence mechanism. And I would, to a certain degree, actually believe this. He believed that it was a way the mind or the ego, or whatever you want to call it, would protect itself and protect the person from trauma, stress or anger. And if you think about it, that's actually correct. If we really get angry with somebody, what's our behaviour? Well, of course, that depends on what's going on for us. But we can revert back to behaving like a child. In other words, I don't like you anymore. I'm not playing with you. Not necessarily in those words, but it's what possibly our behaviour would look like. And I believe it was, what was your man's name? Oh, the other fella, the Carl Jung, who understood that age regression as being a positive experience. He didn't see it as a means of escape, that it could help people to feel younger and less stressed and even more open. Now, again, I would agree with some of what he says, but again, as I said earlier, I'm not an expert, so I'm looking at it from a very practical point of view. I can see where it might help the person to avoid a certain situation, and in a way, that's a good thing at that moment. But in the long term, people will not treat you as an adult if you keep behaving like a child. Your boss will not promote you if he sees you as not being able to take responsibility or dealing with stress in a positive way. Now, I can see the benefits from both sides, and I'm sure there's a lot more theories going around than just those two. And what I have learned from my research is that there are two common elements to age regression. 
Number one, people who use age regression will revert to a younger part of their brain than their actual physical age. And it will vary from person to person. Number two, age regression is in no way sexual. Now, I have to say at this point, I did question that statement as to how in the name of God could it be sexual? But on reading further, and I'm not going to go into it because it goes way into an understanding and a belief that is beyond my uh, remit at the moment and certainly beyond the number of hours I have to do this. So what is age regression really all about? After reading so much on it, I've come to the conclusion that what I'm really looking at is the inner child and how we revert back to that inner child when certain situations are put in front of us. But let me get back to explaining a little bit more. Now, some of the other examples of regression behaviours can include baby talk, the inability to self-soothe, whining, becoming mute or non-verbal, using a blanket or a doll or a stuffed animal to comfort oneself, rocking backwards and forwards, pacing up and down, becoming physically aggressive, taking temper tantrums, which might include throwing things about or kicking or holding your breath. The inability to perform basic tasks that we could do before we started to behave in a childish way. And my favourite is pretending not to understand. Now notice the words pretending. I do not mean for those who do not actually understand something. But rather those who do understand but pretend they don't. Here's just a little change of pace. Don't want to see what's in front of me so far from home Please come tell me I won't do it alone I'm so scared of the unknown Lost in the sea Can't find the key
hope you enjoyed that. It was just a little bit of a, to take the heaviness out of the podcast. Because although these are serious subjects, I don't want people to feel the the stress of listening to all this. So now I'm going to get back to it. There are certain mental health disorders that would make age regression more probable. It could be a symptom to the following conditions. But this is more of a prolonged experience. Schizophrenia. Post-traumatic stress disorder. Major depressive disorders. Dementia in all forms. Borderline personality disorder. Now, the reason it is more probable in these disorders is because when people come face to face with memories or triggers of a trauma, it can be very spontaneous. And here's the thing uncovered during my research is that in some cases, some individuals can revert to a younger age as they actually grow older. Now, of course, this can be a sign of dementia, but it can also be seen as a coping mechanism for the very fact that people are getting older. Now, when we talk about it being used as a therapeutic technique, we talk about professionals, and I mean qualified professionals using it as a part of hypnotherapy or age regression therapy, where the professional will help people to go back to painful periods or events in their lives in order to be able to overcome and heal from the trauma that they experienced. Now, there are people who don't agree with this and the practice should be outlawed. But I think there is a place for all types of healing, regardless of how we get there, providing it doesn't hurt or injure the person themselves. I know that there has been controversy around it, especially in America, where false memories can be suggested to the person and then the person goes on to believe that these memories are true. However, that is with any therapy. Because if you're easily suggestible, then no matter what therapy you get, you can be given a suggestion and directed in a certain direction. So I believe it has to be taken that if you can get a person who has been through a trauma to a point of overcoming and healing, regardless of what the trauma is, and that there's no injury to the person, then isn't that what it's all about? Some people think that age regression is intentional. And even if it may not be intentional at the moment of regression, subconsciously we are aware of it. But we use it as a coping mechanism to block out or avoid stress and worry or fear or anything that upsets the system at that moment because we don't want to handle it at that moment. Any therapist who works with the inner child will bring that person back to a younger age. And it is the same for age regression therapists. The difference I feel that there is, is those working with the inner child brings the person back and the person is in control the whole time themselves so they can stop and start. With age regression, the therapist has more control and therefore there is more responsibility on that therapist to be upfront, honest and be able to handle what comes up when they begin to feel this trauma because it can come through the body of the person they're working with who may not have control at that moment in time. Age regression therapists work in a very controlled way and a very safe way so that the person has the ability to be able to change their future behaviour themselves. So what is it that I'm trying to say? I think what I'm actually trying to say is that, that I have noticed that age regression can be used primarily as a defence mechanism because it allows us to escape 
from a mental point of view, an emotional point of view, to a different time in our life. A time when we could cope with and a time that made us happy. Away from the trigger or memory that is now bringing up a negative reaction. So here I would ask you to ask yourself the following few questions. 1. When do I revert to my younger self? 2. In what circumstances do I do this? In other words, what triggers me to do this? 3. Why do I do it? In other words, what is my reason for reverting to this younger age? Am I trying to avoid something because of fear, embarrassment, sadness or what? Or maybe I just couldn't be arsed. Regardless of what the reason is or what the situation is, the fact of the matter is that we do it and therefore it's our responsibility. It's our responsibility to understand ourselves. It's our responsibility to change it. It's our responsibility to heal from past experience in our life, especially the experiences that created our way of behaving or our coping mechanism in the first place. What I would suggest would be to go back and listen to the Inner Child podcast. I think there's two of them. I think I did it in series one, but you probably know it already. And you also probably know that you act like a child at certain times when certain emotions are triggered anyway. Now, there is a difference between being childlike and childish. So make sure that you understand both before you go any further. But just in case you don't want to look it up, here's an explanation. Both childish and childlike behaviour refer to the characteristics of a child. Obvious, huh? However, in general terms, they do not mean the same characteristics. Or to put it another way, childish behaviour usually means negative behaviour, while childlike behaviour usually means positive behaviour. Stay safe. Stay well. Namaste. Oh